Letter number 17. Tall tales? Not necessarily. Strictly speaking, this is not a letter from my cottage, but rather from my daughters in Germany. Hers is looking much more like a cottage, albeit one on a grand scale, than my little home in England. Here you see wooden beams, balconies and whitewash on the outside, wonky stairs worn down by centuries of use inside, and here lots of creaking wood settling down in the cool of the evening. The trampling overhead of hordes of paying guests does distract slightly from the charm, but the view from the window is stunning and makes up for any noise pollution. This is such a sleepy little place that you would think all is well here. But alas, humans are human and accidents will happen. The saddest one involved a young local who was an expert climber and a roofer to boot. One night, under whatever influence, he decided to prove to his sweetheart that he could do his job even in total darkness. He stepped out onto a church roof in need of repair. Those were the last steps he ever took. He is now the star of the regional wheelchair basketball championships. Another incident had enormous economic consequences. A well-known hotel was expanding onto a second site not too far from the main buildings. The site for the new building was still being used as their main power plant. They generated a lot of their own energy by using a huge water wheel. Alongside all the electric equipment, they also stored whatever material was used on a building site. It was night, the end of a well-cherished day-long annual celebration, Father's Day. Father's Day in Germany means... A day away from the family, lots of drinks with mates, and a terrible hangover the next day. It was a surprisingly warm night, and the beer was still flowing freely, had in fact been flowing since before nine o'clock in the morning. Suddenly, a fierce white light pierced the night sky. An explosion at the building site ripped across the meadow and shook the marquees and beer tents, where the noise of the music and shouted conversations nearly drowned out the noise of gas cylinders clunking together high up in the air. The fire alarm was raised immediately. There was only one snag. The members of the local voluntary fire brigade had all been celebrating for more than twelve hours and were now right next door still dousing their inner fires. They really weren't in the best of shape. To their credit, though, it has to be said that they did the best they could. Some were even more daring in the face of such danger than usual, and all that without their uniforms and equipment. They were too drunk to drive to get it. It took twenty minutes for the other brigades to arrive, but our local heroes had by then managed to isolate the remaining gas cylinders. Most of the power plant, however, was destroyed, some of it by water damage. It was very dark there for a while. I don't know whether this has anything to do with the remote location, but they do love a good noise here. 
weddings in the village used to start off with friends of the groom standing outside his house with their hunting rifles and shooting off volley after volley at the crack of dawn to make sure he'd make it to church later in the morning. All this was stopped a couple of years ago because a tourist alerted the police in the regional capital to a shootout taking place next door. Recently, a violent thunderstorm at night coupled with strong winds folded huge pine and linden and chestnut trees like so many matchsticks. The emergency services were inundated with calls. Remember, the local fire crews are all manned by volunteers. One of them pressed the wrong button by mistake, and in addition to all the terror of a fierce thunderstorm in the mountains, the valley suddenly was flooded with the insistent call of an air raid siren at ten o'clock at night. Everyone here knows the sound. It gets tested weekly at 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. Germany hasn't seen an air raid since before my birth, but it is always good to be prepared. I must finish. I have to fly now. Bye.